0: on everybody it's your boy clue the motherfucking don with another episode of black wall music podcast uh currently we are getting ready to have an interview live with uh jason minifee uh, just waiting for a homie actually i was just seeing him tap in right here about to get it popping um before i bring him on to the stage though um i just want to thank everybody of course once again for coming through uh, checking in with me every time um i really appreciate all y'all support it is definitely not forgotten it is not um overlooked and um, more so, you know, it's not just supporting support of me, but it's it's a support of these artists that I'm bringing on to the show. So with that being said, I'm going to bring on me on stage, and uh, we're going to keep it going.
1: What's good, family?
0: Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. I can not playing, just got off the clock. Good, good Where is So yeah, you rolling, rolling. Okay, okay, man, I appreciate you coming hey. on to the show, man. Oh, no, I appreciate you uh, for having me on here. Blessing. Hey, For sure, man. Uh, and I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack, man. Um, I, I, I saw your music, I, I was uh, you know, around on social media, Instagram, really. And um, I saw your music, and I immediately was, was drawn to the sound. And once I dove deeper into it, I'm glad I did. And um, yeah, I was really, really impressed with what I was hearing. Um, uh, but uh, before I get too deep in that, man, um, I have to ask you, uh, what was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? <laughs>
1: This is gonna sound like some fucking uh censorship. <laughs> my some of my drafts and shit I gotta get mixed for the album. But if we going off like what's been out, like I listened to uh, I listened to that certified boy today. So I listened to uh, the track "You Only Live Twice" with Ross and Lil Wayne.
0: Man, I, I feel like I feel like that's the that's the little Wayne that like we've been waiting to come back for a long time. Cause like I, I feel I feel like he opened up a lot on that track, like bar for bar for bar. I feel like he just messes around on like so much.
1: No, yeah, I felt the same way, but I also just was like I looked at it from the standpoint of what Kendrick Lamar said, like on the uh family ties with him, Baby King. Where Kendrick was just like you know 2020, like people went platinum because like. Then nobody set the bar for, like, you know what I'm saying, what music should be compared to to be considered like good. And I feel like Wayne was hopping on everything just to stay relevant. But like his last two features, the one he did from West Side Gun was dope, and then this one was dope. And I was like, damn. But anytime Wayne start rapping about some metaphors about being pussy or something about eating pussy, I don't know if it's gonna be hard because that's Wayne.
0: It, it, yeah, that is it. It's like when you hear that lighter flick, you know what I'm saying? You already know it's yeah, be a, you know, level. But, uh, but, but with that man um I gotta ask you I was looking into a lot of your a lot of your craft and um tell me what is the poetic village what I see you saw your are one third of the poetic village so I saw names like uh, Soul Tree, uh Aaron James uh, Nita bean I saw these names pop up but can you explain to me what that is
1: so so uh poetic village is like it's a collective of artists we all come together to make dope music um we all got similar backgrounds. We all come from similar living situations, like, you know, poverty-driven neighborhoods and stuff like that. And we found that poetry was our way to, like, you know, escape things that we went through, traumatic childhood experiences and stuff like that. So we also go with this saying that it takes a village to raise a child. So, like, it came about with Poetic Village because poetry really helped shape and raise us. It kept us away from, like, stuff we could have got in.
0: And where are you from again? Oh, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio got you got you okay Cleveland, Cleveland. okay okay so so that all y'all uh did, did y'all kind of grow up together or did y'all meet each other over time was these it, kind of like new phone relationships
1: so uh Tree and nita like we all me and Aaron knew him from working for the same place but then also like his dad used to be the manager at the rec that i came up to when i was a kid and um we've been to each other but nita and Tree, we met them like through time
0: Okay, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. So, like, how how is that chemistry with y'all? Like, do you feel like it's, um, is it on the level of everybody is there? Well, every, well, y'all all definitely undeniably have your own voice and your own feel, but do you think that it would ever come to a place where it would be, like, a collective, kind of, like, on a, like, a spillage village type of vibe? Hmm. Uh, I do. I
1: do. I think that, Within time, like, because we bought a double project as a group. So within time, we're going to be, like you said, because it, like, we get a lot of comparisons to uh, uh, the group that had Ladybug in it. Uh, they got right. the hits on them, cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. Digable Planets. Digable
0: Planets.
1: Yes. Yeah, we get the comparison to them a lot. We get the comparison to the Tribe like how we go about things but i i think we can i think we can i think we will it's just like we all have our own sound and we're trying to figure out how to find sounds with one
0: yeah and i think that's that's the hardest part yeah when you have so many different so many different sounds trying to find that place where it all meshes together That's that's an art within itself um and i mean speaking on you know that sound like Tell me about your sound. And I mean, I, and I have I have like two clips from uh, from the, from really the same the same two tracks that I've been promoting heavy because, uh, you know, those are the ones, at least the one that you haven't released yet. Uh, Bri- Brianna's ballet Like, right. um, yeah, like, tell me about like, when you make your music, because I mean, I feel like there's a lot of artists that I can listen to and I can tell that they definitely put a lot into making it. There are some people that you can just be like, oh, it was effortless for them. Like, honestly, I feel like there's some shit that I listen to with Drake and it seems very effortless. It seems like but there's some shit that I hear with him and I'm just like, okay, I, I think he might have really felt that shit. <laughs> you know, I feel like you feel everything that you do. So, like, what, what's your process when you actually are making the music? Hey, I'm going to be honest.
1: Like, I mean, the music I make I write music about, like, things that I've been through in my life or, like, situations with different women, like, you know what I'm saying? I write about real life. So I just be going through stuff, and that's my way of, like, you no know, some people be like, oh, i be stressed out because of this. That's my therapy, like, according to the like, writing the story out of what I'm going through or telling the stories of others that I know that's about crazy wild shit. Like, that's that's how like i just it's just i go through some shit. i live through it and i write about it and then i always tell myself you know what i'm saying as long as you're being yourself and being relatable people will you know what i'm saying love what you're doing they can feel it it ain't like you put it on the front
0: I mean can you tell me a little bit about your song uh Brianna's ballad i actually have a clip of it i can play um but if you tell me a little bit about that song and like what it meant to you what it means to you
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Brianna was this shorty that I was dating, um, like, 2015. And, like, before I started dating Brianna, I was dating uh, this, this other girl. And I broke up, me and the other girl broke up because of whatever. But Brianna was, like, the one for me. But me as a man, I wasn't fully healed from the last woman I was messing with. So that song, I'm just really rapping about my mistakes as a man and the mistakes I made knowing that she was the one and then me telling giving like her the you know the biggest like you know you was a real one but I'll let you go type thing.
0: you know what I'm saying hey I respect that and I and I and I hear it, man I definitely hear And I mean with that being said um I'm gonna go ahead and play a little small clip uh from the homies track uh Brianna's Battle
1: can I sing a little inside joke here to alleviate the fear placed by the same one whose songs you love to hear? Holler mid it wish it never ended. Maybe it had to be so we could set each other free. oh, it's funny. This shit is amazing. All my nails match my shoes, you see this?
0: Fuck your nails and your shoes. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> and I think stuff like that is what really catches me because I feel like when you really take the time to like add little different parts into the song and it's not just like straight bars you know you got little small interlude you got you know other shit like that. that's what's missing from a lot of uh a lot of music these days I feel like that a lot of artists are almost even so close to being really good but they just don't have that part no yeah
1: and it's like the crazy part is like I was juggling I was like yo do I really want to that that audio is from like a real video that I still have in my phone, like, and I found that on The Humble, and I was like, yo, like, I can put this in the song because this is me and her interacting. Like, it's so a part of me. Like, we playing, but like, I'm being like a dickhead. Like, oh, fuck your nails. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being a dickhead. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, that, that'll piece it together because then when I come into the second part, it you had to be to become a better you and me. We was young, you was in love, and I was dumb. And then this is bliss. I was going through some shit in life. But that was back then like so it's like me trying to you know what i'm saying me trying to get her back in a sense
0: yeah that's. Some but real, then me
1: also real. saying yeah real shit you could feel like i don't know i i don't be wanting to like shit on nobody else's art or music they do but like you said people don't be, like, people are like vulnerable nowadays everybody gotta be so like tough or like you know we live in this era where women are more masculine than the men and you know vice versa like and not the you know shun nobody for what they do whatever but we live in that era where people just don't show action or be vulnerable and that's why everybody's music is sounding the same like you're hearing the same oh i know this person or i fuck this girl or fuck these niggas, and they'd be like damn how
0: much of this can we really Mm -hmm. keep hearing when it's not like they all rap
1: and sound the same
0: exactly exactly and i and it's it's crazy and i and i know and I, I'm, I'm hopeful, and I'm hopeful about a lot of shit when it comes to music. I think that that shit's going to have its day. It's going to end. It's going to come to a stop. And, I mean, it kind of goes in waves, you know what I'm saying? It kind of all goes full circle because eventually they're going to get tired of that, and everybody's going to want to be on some more of the real, you know, real deal hip-hop, you know, and then it's going to go right back to wanting to be on more bullshit. So, <clears throat> I mean, I really feel like everybody has their day. Um but uh, going deeper into your music, uh, one of your EPs, uh, one of the actually one of the earlier EPs, that I was actually able to um, able to find uh, the setback. So oh. one of the tracks off of that one, um, the Doubt, that was one of the ones that really stood out to me. And that was, um, I guess, really another track that I think that's real. I think that's I kind of nailed it. Like, I think that's what what really was what caught me with you was your vulnerability, the way that you're able to open up on those tracks. And it's something that i mean like i said it's it's something that's just it's missing and you don't really hear it until an artist has been out for a long ass time and then all of a sudden they drop that track and they be like oh yo he really finally opened up so it's like now to come out the gate like that it's something completely different man so i mean not to overspeak it um that that uh that um uh, that ep the setback like how what was that about what what part of life was that so we're literally... That was the part of life that
1: I just came through. Like, so before I, before I get to, the, like, describing it, like, me, like, all right, everybody, like, you know, like, you was hearing like, me rap rap and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm talented at that, but then I also can do, like, the slower down tracks, like, the R&B tracks, the, the records for the ladies, the joints like that. Like, I could do that. So me, telling that project, Setback, was how me as an artist fighting myself and setting myself back through doubt. And then to the beginning with the blue military, like me, I wanting to sacrifice rapid to do R&B and me being in my own head. Because, like, I don't know if went to astrology, but, like, I'm a lever. And, like, us levers have a big thing with being indecisive. Like, really, it's hard for us to make decisions. So that's what the setback was really about. Like, I was really talking about myself. Like, everything that I was doing at that time set myself back. Like, I was doubting myself. Then one 800 like, I was about to start doing that gimmick that we're talking about now. Yeah. But then I had him saying, you know what? Nah man, like just keep being you. Your time coming. Cause then I don't know if you get to this artist, his name Nick Grant. He be with like uh he be
0: around T D E punching all of them. From TDE. What, what was the artist's name again?
1: Uh his name Nick Grant. N I C
0: K Grant. I wanna say I might have heard a track from him, but like I don't I'm not extensively familiar nah.
1: No, nah, yeah, well Nick Grant, I was talking to him and I just asked him like I was just You know, asked him a real question, I was like, yo, like, as a fan, but also as a human, like, how do you cultivate your tribe without, you know what I'm saying, doing this silly shit that everybody else doing out here? And he just told me, he was like, you know, be you right from the heart. Don't be nobody else, and your tribe won't follow you. And I took those words, made the setback, and it was up from there. And then I was like, damn, okay, cool. And I just put put out a... Yesterday I put a snippet for this track called Chandler's Interlude you know, some R and B shit. Man, yeah. Everybody loving that shit like they they loving it. Like everybody like yo, like one of this, like, oh this what this world could do it to
0: you. I'm like, damn. Okay. So it's yeah, like the is important.
1: Yeah, so that that's what it was. Like I was looking at it wrong. That's what I made a setback because I was telling myself, like you you set yourself back. But I wasn't listening to myself. If it makes sense, like I was yeah, telling myself, true. "You setting yourself back," but I wasn't listening to myself. And then the, I was just being honest, like, like, for real, like I was just me being as vulnerable as possible. Like that's really how I felt in that moment, of recording that song. Like everything I said in that song was really how I felt at the moment. Like you know, like who's gonna be there for me? You know, what I'm saying the way I'm there for everybody else when they down they show, but as soon as I down myself. Nobody's in my corner. Like, hey, bro, you—you got it. It's, it's
0: good. It's just me. That's kind of that's kind of like that check on your strong friend type shit. You know, hey. saying who, who who checks on the strong friend? Yeah, I, I feel that. friend strong. that always cracked the jokes and you
1: know
0: making sure everybody else good. Nobody. I feel that, and um, and I think with that being that strong friend, I, I felt a lot of conviction. or not, not even necessarily conviction, but I almost felt the. I just say the pressure and your delivery with uh, with block blues, and even seeing like even even before I fully even listened to the song for one, I love when artists just do shit that makes sense. So when your album art kind of make that makes sense to your actual song, so it like it oh, tell yeah. people. You know, I, could, I sometimes I see artists. I mean, and I'm not trying to doubt anybody's thing. I'm not like I said, it it it's what makes sense to me. It might make sense to other people, and that's completely fine. But sometimes, like, when I see things, then I hear it, and it's not like anything what, you know, what you showed. It's kind of throwing me off. But anyways, uh, with the the track Block Blues, man, um, I have a a snippet from that one as well, man. But uh, can you uh, give me a little bit more detail on that song and, um, like, you know, where where that came from? So Block Blues was a...
1: Man, it was like, after the incident happened with George Floyd, Major McClan, I'm just like, yo, like, me being a black man, seeing this shit, and seeing this shit since I was a joint in high school, Trayvon Martin got killed. I was like, yo, like, will this ever change? Well, like, is is this really just reality for us as minorities and black men? And then I was like, damn, like, how can I put that into a song? And I heard that beat, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, Hit the producer up, like, hey, what's up? Hallelujah. And then yeah. send it through, send it through. And I just, I was like, Am I, I got to have a crazy... Punch line to start this verse off, and that's why I just came up with the off the top like your favorite wrestler. They're not these lines, not actors. Huh? More force, bastards. Don't think by slaying the masters, Come on with the winners. Don't look back and guess how they get you. So keep your head up. Tough times ahead of us. Never let up when you down and out. Pick your pick. Up. Let it lead like blood on leaves, hanging tight, boy like nudes on trees. Like and I was just like, let's go. And I went through that whole thing and was just like, fuck it, let's go. And I was just like, all right, so this is. This is
0: just how I feel to be from the hood and the blue that you see every day on the block. Real shit, man. Hey, let me go ahead and play this clip from that, man. See, Let me go ahead and run that. I'm trying to preach that stuff I had to get over. Letting things go, you don't got control over. Remember filling in my cup until
1: it run it over. A tough lesson, sometimes you don't get closure. And yet we still in search of what we may never find. So in response, I fill every line as if yours was mine closure something that's hard to find don't mind letting our battle score shine after the crack era these effects last forever
0: man i should have chopped those up a bit better because i was really starting to get into that one man but yeah man like, like i swear like i i feel like uh listening to your stuff man and um it's you know it's one of those things that i hear and i'm just like why why do more why are more people not like on board with this why are more people not banging this shit on a daily because <clears throat> when i when i reach out to artists when i'm when i'm interested in, in talking to an artist i like i literally like i you know i really go into y'all's music and mm-hmm. you know it, it i mean it doesn't make any sense unless i did you know what I'm saying like you know it will be i would just be kind of covering surface level shit and it's like i could have called you on instagram we could have talked about that you know what i'm saying so it's like i feel like um there's a uh, there's a certain level that um that you know, saying so you're able to tap in with. Uh, where do you find your inspirations when you're actually like, right, like making your music and when you're getting your, uh, just your vibe, I guess.
1: Uh, honestly, inspirations like they just come from, like I said before, like just everyday experiences of life and like just seeing shit and how the world worked instances, the and then like just events from life, like relationships. Like whether that be with a girl, as in like me and her together type shit, or just like friendships that go bad, left or shit that happened to friends. I mean, I find myself really like. I I just listen to like a lot of like, music that resonates on a higher frequency vibration than low frequency. Like, I have not listened to the radio station in probably like ten years, bro.
0: Okay, okay, you did that. I I don't listen to. Feel
1: like. I just feel like the radio don't—they don't shine light on the the solution. They shine light on the problem. So like, I just oh and like when it comes to artists, I find inspiration from listening to like you know, Deji, Nas, Cole, Kendrick, Pop, Drake, like, you know, shit like that. Wale, boss, yeah. like, like just listen to other artists and just, you know making my own niche from what they do. Seeing how they move and all right, let me add this to my 12.
0: So coming into the game, have you felt like it's been like welcoming? Um, have they have they kind of like, you know, been like open arms? Is everybody kind of like, you know, make your own lane? How is it? Um, This is how I
1: really feel though. I feel the people who like, who own, that I know that's artists and I'll be like, hey, let's, They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. But I feel like they just be knowing that, like, if I let him, if I let my fan base hear him, are they going to listen to me again? So it'd be like, it's kind of like it's not closed arms, but it's not open arms, but it's like crossed arms. like, yeah. yo, like, it'd just be out of fear rather than, like, damn, like, this person is really dope. Let me I'll link up with them. But uh, it is a couple artists who... uh I've been making up with outside my body, like, that's has open arms, like, showing love. So, you know what I'm saying? You got your people that's going to show you love, but then you're going to see more hate than you see love.
0: For sure.
1: Like, I said, because I always got this quote, remember how they treat you for the ones who's calling your name? Like, that's how I go about things. Like, I remember everything. So, the ones who got their arms crossed, I was like, oh, yeah, I got you, and they ain't fall through. You're going to have to see me when I, when I ain't opening the door no more, and I'm the person that owns the building
0: that you're trying to get in you feel like any of those relationships or have you had any relationships be severed like, you know, as you went through your musical journey?
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. One of my close friends, that person doing music and they like, they signed all that, like signed to a major label, all that, you know what I'm saying? And before, we was, you know, locked in. And then when they got that, they just forgot. They pushed, pushed me to the side and I was like, oh, that's how it is okay so like
0: fucking you think there's any like you think there's anything room for repair there like like going like um, and shit.
1: yeah it, it always is because i'm type like, short, like like me like me person not beefing or nothing it's just like i know what it is for sure yeah 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 so it ain't no beef it's just you know
0: because some people take like, yeah. pretty, you know like like when one person gets up and doesn't take the other like don't get me wrong like i feel like that's a very valid i think i think it's very valid like i probably would have been the same with like a word i bet but some people would literally hold it so much to a point where it would be a grudge and like you know what i'm saying like there would be no point of reconciliation and shit like that so you know oh,
1: hell no yeah because you don't get no grudge, man like i don't know how much time we got in our sand capsules like, you could be holding the grudge and you and you go not here the next day or I'm not here. It ain't that serious. It's just like, you know, you made a decision you had to make and you just to, you know, push me to the side. But when the whole world is in me and the whole whole know who I am, don't be trying to make it seem like we all buddy-buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just... so that's how I look at everything. Like, I feel like, yeah. oh no, I just, I just got a chip on my shoulder, you know, because I know, like, a lot of people who get, who get love and I don't hate on nobody, but I would be like, damn, like... Yeah, they dope to y'all, but, like, I'm way better than them. They got y'all in to t- Like, I'm way better than them. You know, simple stuff like that. That's why I'm saying, like, I just can't wait till my, like, I'm cause I'm doing this album in February. It's going to be one of those in-your-feelings type albums. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a mixture of how many lanes I could really drive a Mercedes Benz in. Like, that's how I'm coming. Like, it's not just going to be that conscious rap only me being
0: consciously telling stories to different ones. For sure. Okay. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm on it. So say this album is like uh, you know, not just say I'm wishing that this album fucking go comes out and it just it just fucking takes off and it goes fucking platinum. With that shit happening, what do you think you would do? What do you think your first big move would be? Or what would uh, you think- once this shit goes platinum, I'm really really sending you those vibes, bro. I
1: appreciate it, it man. When it does go big, go platinum, either word, hit you up for the first exclusive interview. Hit you up for the first exclusive interview. Hey. I appreciate that, G. That's love. That's love for sure. You're the first person that reached out to me, but then it's crazy how the universe works. Right after you reached out to me, uh... This podcast called Digging in Creeps. Damn, like, Greensboro, North Carolina, they me up. Wait, like, man, hey, real good, how you doing? And I was like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, so I was like, okay.
1: So, also the first one I'm doing first interviews with. You know what I'm hey. saying? But, yeah, like, outside of that, man, just take care of the family. Take care of the family. Get some land. Make dope-ass music. No flowing like down.
0: all that simple right you know what i'm saying and and it that's that's essentially like that's that's essentially all you know what i'm saying all it's really about you know i i had that realization you know the other day i was actually i was actually talking to my wife and i was like trying to realize like do i really want to be rich or famous or super you know stupid crazy rich or do i just want to be you know i have enough money where a motherfucker can't tell me nothing and what? i can do what the fuck i need to do and take care of me and mine you know what i'm saying and what? um and I, yeah so I, I feel like that's you know as long as motherfucker, the first thing people try to do you know what I'm saying is make sure that you know they just take care of themselves man and um hopefully as people are going through e- anything and everything that they're going through because i feel like it's so it's, it's it's different for artists these days in my eyes and please correct me if i'm wrong but it's different for artists these days when it comes to um, putting yourself out there because with social media and everything like anybody can see your shit versus before you had to have like a lane you had to have like a hey can you put me on hey can you slide this tape versus now you can hit somebody up directly and if they just happen to click on your message then they got your message type shit you know so i i mean are you what like what kind of path are you are you uh more so on as far as um you know i guess trying to trying to come up like are you trying to say are you going to stay on the independent range um are you are you even still considered an independent artist? Um I did see something about uh Gorilla Monsoon. Um I wasn't sure um if you were under a label or anything like that, but like well yeah, what is your path? You want to stay independent of you for label?
1: So to find to a path, um Gorilla Monsoon is a a label that uh started with me and my brother when we was like shit tonight school like 18. Uh an LLC on a label. But that's just like something I'll rap when I'm putting out music, kind of like how, uh, you know, Kendrick did TDE. I'm always yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, that's what it is. I'm an independent artist, though. Like, I don't sign all labels. This ain't no, you know, ain't no chance to rapper type shit, you know. I ain't going to tell you I'm independent, but, you know, I'm getting help from different people shit. So I'm <laughs> so, uh, independent. Ain't, ain't no, sign of, ain't no sign of chance, but a lot of rappers are independent, independent though. You know, but they don't be independent for
0: real. They be like, oh, yeah, I'm independent, but, like, you got to um, yeah. Which. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like independent for real, for real, like, is literally I paid my money to get to the show, get in the show, get a spot on the show, and probably ain't getting paid for the show. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we're all, all right. hope to eventually, you know. But man, uh, no, how, that's the, how has that then? Like with the pandemic, shows and shit. Like, have you done anything? Like, have you done anything on the digital front?
1: Uh, so I got a visual with the group, uh, Poetic Village. We got a visual out for Twenty Two Questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I was going to start doing shows right when Twenty Twenty came. Like at the I was like, "Yeah, all right, man, it's time to start doing shows." And then the pandemic happened, and I was like,
0: "Oh, would be like fuck. that." <laughs>
1: Oh, man. But that gave me more time to, like, get more ideas and, you know what I'm saying? Get more things in order. I think the pandemic was a blessing more than it was a curse. Because the pandemic, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the pandemic produced uh, the setback shit. So it was, a, it was more of a gift and a blessing than it was a curse because mm-hmm. I feel like some of my best music was made within the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic. So, okay. yeah,
0: that's... I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at it. You gotta look at it how you look at it, you know? And I, and I mean, you know, I was actually talking to my sister about that the other day. She was like, I refuse to have a negative outlook on 2020, you know, with the whole pandemic and everything. Like, and, um, and you know, we all went through different shit. I feel like there wasn't a person that I knew that didn't have some type of setback in some sort of way in 2020. Like, it just seemed like, everybody had an l in some sort of way but uh yeah she was like i refuse to look at it as a negative way because and uh so many things were produced from it and i mean it's like even looking back at my business it's like yeah i, I created my llc in the midst of the pandemic you know but yeah, a whole bunch of other fucked up shit happened but i also created my llc so it was like you know what i'm saying like let me you know be happy about that shit man um so yeah I, that's facts
1: big facts you gotta take the you gotta take the phone, uh the blessings with the curses too cuz everything ain't
0: always be uh you know what I'm saying perfect that's real that's definitely real man but uh well, with that being said man last question i have for you um what advice do you have to uh, to any other artists that are either in your position right now or probably not even as established to the point like you know you know they got the ideas they haven't put it down yet they got it down, have an uploaded to get, you know, what what advice do you have to them?
1: So honestly, the best advice is honestly don't second guess yourself with your music. So like whatever you creating, let the world judge your music more than you because you're gonna be your biggest critic. Your music could be perfect, but it's always gonna be something you hear and be like, oh, I should do it this way. And the fans might love it when you got it and then you flip it and they don't like it. So it's just like put out what you wanna put out and let the critics come from or the criticism come from the fans. The because they're gonna let you know if the music's good or not. And that was one of my problems when I first started like I wanted my shit perfect. I was a perfectionist, like a motherfucker. I said, Oh, it's perfect. I had nobody here. And then when I put out something that I wasn't so sure about, and everybody like was like, Yo, this fire And I was like, Oh shit, and the following came because, like, man, I remember on my first Instagram I had, I had like 4,000 followers. I had big DJs following me, all type of shit. Then my Instagram got hacked and all that extra shit. And I had to start over. And, like, the page I got out from starting over in January this year. And I'm at the 1,000 following stretch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm growing the fan base organically all over again. And I'm almost there. And I almost gave up because of that. Like, losing that Instagram with all them damn connects and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, now just like, you know what I'm saying, my, my advice is just, man, just be you. You know, if, as long as you write from your heart, nobody can ever, like, question you. Like, or be like, oh, what do you mean this? Or you this you ain't, this ain't something you really did. If it's stuff in your heart, you know it, you know what I'm saying? You know it. Sure. If they can feel your music, you know you're doing something right. Like, you can't, you can't come out here trying to write about something you never did or write or whatever, saying about things you never did, because people can tell. No matter
0: how great you are at putting on the front people can change yeah people oh, can tell. man i'm so glad Bye. you said this man because god like it's it just it's it's hard it's it's really hard but you know i i just I'll, I'll i'll land that there man but um with that being said bro i really appreciate you coming on to the show man it's been a really dope conversation man uh constant exchange and um yeah man like i said uh yeah you you're gonna do this shit, man yo i'm looking forward to your release bro and um, uh, yeah man you're gonna get, keep it going bro for real i appreciate you having me man already man but yeah i appreciate everybody for tapping in today once again this is clue the Motherfucking down with another episode of black wild music podcast with the homie jason Minifie tapped in with me Man, it's been a dope ass interview. Um, this interview will be uploaded. Um, of course, it's going to be on Facebook and YouTube right now, but it will be uploaded to all podcast streaming platforms by the end of the night. So, hope y'all have a great evening, man. Once again, I appreciate you, bro. No problem. Appreciate
1: you.